0: Hey friend, thanks so much for meeting me here at Frothy Monkey in beautiful downtown Franklin, Tennessee. It's a great place to get a good cup of joe and share together in some good conversation. Anyway, be looking at the menu. I know you're new here. Decide what you want. Text it to me. I'm going to go ahead and get in line and place our order. Hey, you're listening to Guat. Rocks, God, the world and other things. I'm Kenny Price, your host. Our mission always advancing equilibrium in the midst of an agitated world. Hey, this is episode 108, Empowering Encouragement Now, Imitate Christ, subtitle Abandoning the Hurt of Hypocrisy. Like never before, we've seen a massive escalation of those who call themselves Christian religious leaders live their lives in an openly sacrilegious manner, all the while touting their newfound freedom in Jesus. Their paths are strewn with the lives of damaged people they have sexually, physically, and mentally crushed and abused. Also, people like these hypocritical leaders that now have been led astray into a life that dishonors God, or people that are disillusioned and confused, cast by the wayside, having come under the distorted witness of the unashamed, overt hypocrites. Vocabulary.com paints a great word picture of what we mean by the word hypocrite. A hypocrite is a person who professes beliefs and opinions that he or she does not hold in order to conceal his or her real feelings or motives. Let that sink in. A hypocrite is a person who professes beliefs and opinions that he or she does not hold in order to conceal his or her real feelings or motives. It goes on to say, a hypocrite preaches one thing and does another. You're a hypocrite if you criticize other people for wearing fur, for example, but pull out your mink jacket as soon as it gets cold. The word hypocrite is rooted in the word Hippocrates, which means stage actor, pretender, dissembler. In ancient Greek theaters, actors would play different parts in the same play by changing masks. So think of a hypocrite as a person who pretends to be a certain way, but really acts and believes the total opposite. Hypocrites usually talk a big talk, but fail to follow their own rules, like an outspoken vegetarian who secretly eats bacon. Yet the Apostle John, in 1 John chapter 2, verses 3-6, through 6, makes it clear that this is how we know that we know him, if we keep his commands. The one who says, I have come to know him, and yet doesn't keep his commands, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly in him the love of God is made complete. This is how we know we are in him. The one who says he remains in him should walk just as he walked. Today's empowering encouragement now is imitate Christ. If you call yourself a Christian, strive to be like him, not to gain your salvation, which is a gift of God through Jesus Christ, but because you are saved. Here are three good reasons why you should imitate Christ and not fall into the deceitful trap of hypocrisy. First of all, you should do it for your own sake if you desire for your soul to be in a healthy state, if you want to escape the sickness of sin and enjoy the enthusiasm of growing grace, let Jesus be your model. For your own happiness' sake, if you want the best life has to offer, if you want to enjoy holy and happy intimate connection with Jesus, if you want to be lifted up above the cares and troubles of this world, then walk just as Jesus walked. Wearing the image of Jesus on your heart to rule all its motions and emotions is the most peaceful path to heaven with the least amount of heartbreaking, self-made hindrances and obstacles. It is when, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are enabled to walk with Jesus in his very footsteps that you are most happy and most known to be the child of God. The Apostle Peter, on the sad night of Jesus' betrayal, chose to walk alone, unsafe and uneasy. As he stood there by firelight, within eye contact of Jesus denying he knew him three times before the rooster crowed, just as Jesus prophesied he would. When Peter turned his back on Jesus in those precious moments, things went badly for Peter. Secondly, for religious sake, strive to be like Jesus. The religious life has been intensely shot at by cruel foes, but it has not been wounded one half so dangerously by its enemies as its friends. Who made those wounds in the fair hand of godliness? the professing Christian who used the dagger of hypocrisy. The person who, with false and ambitious claims, enters the fold, being nothing but a wolf in sheep's clothing, causes more anxiety in the flock than a lion outside. There is no weapon half so deadly as a Judas kiss. Here's the truth. Inconsistent professors injure the gospel more than the sneering critic or the unbeliever. Personally, my greatest heartaches of serving Jesus in the local church came at the hands of the hypocrite church member, never at the hands of the lost people in the world. Finally, and most importantly, especially for Christ's own sake, imitate his example. Christian, do you love your Savior? Is his name precious to you? Is his cause dear to you? Do you long to see the kingdoms of the world become his? Is it your desire that he should be glorified? Are you longing that souls should be one to him? If so, imitate Jesus. Let your life be a letter of recommendation for Jesus Christ, not written with ink, but with the spirit of the living God on the pages of human hearts. You learn how Jesus lived his life by reading the four gospels about Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read them, know them, live him. And with that, my friend, I bid you peace.